This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, everyone. This is Dear Hallmark. My name is Dar, whatever. This movie, I just want to get right into it. Christmas in My Heart was one of the most beautiful pieces of film I've ever seen on the Hallmark Channel. And my goal through this episode is to try to get through it without crying. Because the things that they mentioned and talked about, woe to the woe woe. Flat out the gate, the grandma played by Shirley Ralph. Ooh. I grew up watching that woman. Do you understand? And Moesha as D. She was everybody's school principal. She was everybody's mom. Moesha was the 90s, like early 2000s sitcom of a bl- of the black child. Like <laughs> it was Moesha, sister, sister, the Parkers and smart guy. That was our childhood. And D was the mom throughout all four, six seasons of Moesha. So to see her in this grandmotherly role and talking to the young girl, Katie, who is biracial, Luke had a black wife, and the whole exploration of the like him not being able to relate because of how her hair is. And um, Ruthie is Shirley Ralph's character's name. Ruthie coming over just specifically just to braid her hair. Woo! That did something. Already the waterworks started. And Ruthie asked her, so how would you like your hair done? Cornrows or box braids? I have never heard those two phrases uttered in a Hallmark movie in my life. To hear the words cornrows and box braids, you guys, that is my childhood. Not necessarily the box braids, but the cornrows. Being that little black girl who always got her hair straightened to go to school and how hard it is to straighten our hair, especially if you had really coarse hair. You needed a blow dryer with a comb attachment on top of a flat iron on top of a pressing comb. And what a pressing comb is, because they have electric ones now. They didn't have electric ones when I was growing up. A pressing comb was a, a literally a hot or a hot comb, as some other households called it. You, it's literally a metal comb that could you could only heat by putting it in a flame on the stove. And because of the coarseness of our hair and the heat of that comb, Because it was so hot, it would make our hair straight. And the parts of our hair that would be the coarsest would be the ones around our edges, in the back and in the front. Imagine a a comb, that, like a metal comb, being heated over an open flame, put on the back of your neck. The amount of times that I cried because I was so scared of that hot comb (laughs) my mom would smack my hand away she's like dart you better sit still like fidgeting in the chair because i didn't want the comb to burn my neck that's the kind of stuff i went through in my childhood to straighten my hair 
And then I would also get my hair braided. I would have beads put in. Sometimes I would go in with um, like twists and baldies. There's a picture on my Instagram of me as a child um, right next to me as an adult. Just kind of the the contrast or lack thereof because I my face ain't changed that. But like the things that my hair went through. And it wasn't until 20, 2009, 2009 um, I stopped getting my hair straightened regularly and I just decided, I decided to cut it and that's when I decided to, to rock my hair curly and in the fro. And that, it was in that, that era, like 2007 to, to like literally my college time, which 2007 to 2011, my college years was when curly hair and natural like natural hair really like that's when it started becoming a thing it's full below now but it was in 09 I was the only one rocking in my in my sphere of influence I was the only one rocking my hair like that and then even having my Caucasian friends I went to I went to Penn State and I was a part of this Christian group. I was the only, at a, at the time, I was the only black woman. And then for a while, I was the only black person. So people would always ask me questions about my hair. How do you get it? How do you get it like that? How can it do that? And I had no problems. I had, I actually welcomed the questions because I'd rather you learn than assume. You know what I mean? Like, and think about all of that being provoked from that one scene. Oh, and then it led me to think of the conversations I would need to have with my daughter. God willing, if I have a daughter. Yo, yo, that scene, that, oh, ooh, ooh. I'm trying to keep it together. I'm trying to keep it together. And then the scene when Katie, the young girl, the little sugar cookie that she is, was talking with the violin teacher, Beth, played by Heather Heather Hemmons. Um, she, oh gosh, the words. She said, I, she wanted, she, her mom kind of like nudged her to get into an instrument where she had to learn technique. And so she picked up the violin, but then put it down. And it wasn't until she saw someone like Heather. No, she said she saw people who didn't look like her. So she thought she picked up the wrong instrument. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think this speaks to like, it speaks to the importance of why <laughs> as black people, we, we're needed in every, like every, Black people aren't a monolith. I don't mean to get on an, eth- an ethnicity trail, like a race thing. But, like, this this is... I love that this movie provoked this. That there are African Americans in classical, in jazz, in opera, in ballet, in country. In those, in those things where we we feel like we may not fit in with. Or we may not be welcomed as easily. Oh gosh, this movie was brilliant. It was beautiful. I'm gonna get shallow for two seconds. Luke McFarlane in in facial hair and a baseball cap. Why did why did we wait until 2021 for that to happen? I digress. The, Luke McFarlane is an exceptional actor. Like he was doing his thing before in 
since Sensibility and Snowman, Mistletoe Promise, Valentine's Match, and all of his other movies that he's done. But this movie, this movie was special. This movie was something different, man. There was a different ingredient. There was a different element added. I loved it. Oh my gosh, I loved it. The beautiful, wonderful actress who played Beth, Heather Hemmings, her eyes spoke before she, before words came out of her mouth. The in, like the intimacy they were able to cultivate when they looked at each other. When he said he was moving back to Nashville and you you saw it in her facial expressions and, your, and she didn't even have to say anything during that whole scene. She could have just gave the faces that she did, said okay, bye and I would have I would have understood the whole entire scene. I would have understood the whole entire scene. And then the recital or the concert that she gave when she was filling in for that first violin chair who was on maternity leave and uh, Luke McFarlane's character, Sean, that's his name. So Sean and Katie came to Beth's concert and the song that they played, I'm one, I love classical music. Can't name you a musician. I do know there's a, a there's a Tchaikovsky, Beethoven, Sebastian Bach, and that's about the limit of my knowledge. But I have it playing a lot. I love the mood that classical music is able to set. And when I tell you I felt like I was at that concert with them, I was clapping, I was moving, I was dancing, putting my tuna fish on my cracker, eating it like, yes, girl, yes, play that violin, play that I was, yo... This movie is brilliant. And then the, uh, we're going to get shallow for a minute. The outfits that they laced Heather in. Giving. You better give me Upper Society Opera Chamber Orchestra. The outfit that she wore to audition. She was walking like she was getting ready to fire somebody. And I loved it. The outfit she wore when in um when she did the closing concert. Loved it. Looking like a dang snow angel. Ugh. This movie was everything. It was everything. It's 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 more than five crowns. It's it's five stars on a Christmas tree. The only reason why I wouldn't want to watch this again is because I wouldn't want to cry. Other than that. I'll watch this every day. Luke, even hearing him laugh when um, there was this scene where him and his daughter were under the, the truck because throughout the whole movie they were working on a truck. He taught her the language of tools and he she like pushed him in the leg like stop and he did this laugh that felt so real. <laughs> I was like, yo, that did not feel like a fake laugh in the least because you, you can speak spotted a mile away when somebody's fake laughing in one of these movies and I'm like yo that was a really hard like that was a real hearty laugh and do I have to mention the motherly figure that is Shirley Ralph again when I tell you I felt like I was watching my mom like when he was when she was talking to him 
the scene right after she was talking to Katie about her hair and encouraging her. You, you, your hair is beautiful. You are beautiful. No matter what people say, no matter what your hair looks like, because Katie said she, she didn't want to do box braids and cornrows because she felt like she needed to do something more professional. So she wanted her hair slicked back. Oh my gosh. But that scene when she was talking to Sean right outside the room and kind of encouraging him, like, I know there's there's a, like a quote unquote language barrier with certain things, you know, but you're not alone. You're not alone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. There's so much. I'm, I'm, I know I'm probably missing so much, but it, it, it was as if. The two characters woke each other up. He woke Beth up in the fact that she now is playing with feeling. Because she was so focused on technique that she missed the joy and the passion of playing the violin. And Beth woke Sean up in the simple fact of him just playing music and singing, singing again. He was very closed off. And that was something that I would have that's probably the only thing I would have wanted to explore more I want to know was there a specific situation that made him so closed off and because he was very extremely protective which I understand because he's a famous country star the the story takes place in West Virginia they had this huge ranch so he moved him and his daughter to West Virginia to try to get some anonymity in some way so that his daughter could have a regular childhood but I would have loved maybe some exposition or some dialogue as to a situation that maybe contributed to him being so closed off because there was a scene that where Sean confronts Beth because Katie began to talk to Beth about his wife who passed away her mom and he did not like that one bit he's like you're getting too close we're going to stop the lessons I just need no mm -mm, too close too close intruder alert but and I liked that they didn't declare love at the end. It was just like he just wants to take her out on the... Like, even the progression of their romance. Because you could tell from the first moment he walked into the store where she was meeting her friend and he assumed she was working there, her eyes said it all, yo. Her eyes said it all. She was looking at him like, oh, who is this? Oh, okay, get it together, girl. All of that I could see was in her eyes. All of that. Man, this movie. Oh, gosh. And the audacity of Luke to play the guitar and sing. Ugh. Wasn't ready. Wasn't ready. Wasn't ready. Okay, I'm going to calm down. I'm sorry I'm yelling at you. I don't mean to yell, but that's what this movie warranted. This movie, please. This is the first Hallmark Movies and Mystery movie for their Christmas movie lineup titled Miracles of Christmas. You gonna just bust through the door like the SWAT team with this? Oh man. Ah man. It's gonna be very hard to follow this up. I it's going to be dang chicken nuggets and fries. It's gonna be very hard to to follow this movie up. Very hard. They probably should have saved that for the end. Dang, actually, let me see what is, I have the Hallmark Movies checklist app. Let me see what is the last movie in the Miracles of Christmas. It's called Christmas for Keeps. 
December 18th, at Christmas time, a close-knit group of childhood friends returns home after 10 years to take part in the celebration of life of their beloved high school teacher. I feel like I know there. I, I should know the actors that are in this. I wish they would put the cast on the Hallmark Movie Checklist app. But, man, oh man. Woo! Woo! This movie... If you haven't seen it yet, you just don't just stop listening to this. Like, get off this. I don't I don't matter. This doesn't matter. Watch the movie. Watch the movie. Oh, gosh, y'all. This this movie was brilliant. This movie was beautiful. And it, it gave me the Christmas feels, too. And it wasn't over Christmas. Because you know how sometimes they can just punch you in the face with a wreath. You know what I'm saying? They can scald you with a cup of hot chocolate. You know what I mean? This movie was... It was gorgeous. It, 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 I, felt, I, I felt the same but different. Like watching The Christmas Bow. That beautiful piece of film starring Michael Rady. And that wonderful woman who plays the violin. And whose voice sounds like a cup of hot chocolate. Oh, okay. I got to take a break because, oh, mm, you guys, well, yep, we're going to take a break. And then I'm going to come back and tell you the things that I was supposed to tell you in the beginning, but didn't because I just wanted to get out my feelings about this movie. So stay tuned. Welcome back. I've calmed down. I drank some water. Okay, let's let's get into the rest of this. So this weekend we have another four films for us to consume for Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Miracles of Christmas. So I previewed a little bit of these already. So Countdown to Christmas, we have Christmas in Harmony coming on Friday, October 29th at 8 p.m. And that stars Ashley Murray, Loretta Devine, Michelle Williams, and Luke James. And just a little bit about the premise. Harmony is tricked into auditioning for the holiday chorus. Directed by an ex-boyfriend by Christmas Eve, they could be harmonizing in the key of love. The Key of Love. That that should be a movie. The Key of Love. Wait, I feel like it is. That's with Laura Osnes and Scott Michael Foster, right? <laughs> okay, and moving on. Um, Then Saturday, October 30th on Hallmark Channel at 8 p.m., we have Coyote Creek Christmas. And I finally see the preview, so I finally understand what Christmas around the world means. They're doing a celebration of Christmas traditions and how Christmas is celebrated in different countries and it stars Janelle Parrish and Pavey Kamarayan. Now listen, my children, and you shall hear of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. No, just kidding. But I, in the preview, the set where the inn is looks very reminiscent of the hotel from right in front of me. Correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all check out that preview again. Am I bugging? When she was standing in front of the fireplace, that area reminded me of that um of right in front of me where she was trying to go after old dude who was showing her like minimal play like but he was a square we didn't like him anyway we like Marco Corsini better but 
that reminded me of the lot, like the main room in the lodge from or inn or hotel or I don't know what you want to call it. Retreat center from uh, right in front of me. And then on Sunday, Hallmark Channel, October 31st, 8 p.m., we have the Christmas sale. When Liz returns home to take care of her estranged father, she is determined to give her daughter a perfect Christmas and reconnects with her best friend. Now, this is interesting because I don't normally correlate sailing with Christmas. I've normally correlated that with something in the spring or the summer. So I'm quite intrigued as to the Christmas feels. Because for me, Christmas feels are important. Um, if it's a Christmas movie, I, I need the feels. I need the, 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 the warm fuzzies. I need the goo goo gaga bears. Okay. Now this one stars Katie Sackoff, Patrick Sambo, ooh, Patrick Sambogi. Oh, I probably butchered that up like a hibachi chef. Oh. Oh, I think I'm chopped. I think I chopped that up like the TV show. His last name is S-A-B-O-N-G-U-I. Yep, we're just going to move on. I'm so sorry, sir. And then Terry O'Quinn. These are the three stars. I've never heard of any of these people. I'm a, Honestly, I'm nervous about this movie because, again, sailing doesn't give me Christmas vibes. I don't know. Now, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, that's premiering Saturday, October 30th at 10. So right after Coyote Creek Christmas, we'll have this movie to watch on Movies and Mysteries. The Christmas Promise. And I saw this preview. Ooh, this preview gave me gingerbread cookie vibes. Like it gave me the spice, but like in a flavor way, not in a spicy too hot way. You know what I mean? Nicole learns to deal with grief with the help of her grandfather and a carpenter she hires to help renovate the home that was once meant for her and her fiance. This one stars Tori DeVito, Dylan Bruce, and Patrick Duffy from Step by Step, Day by Day, Once on Over. Okay, yep, I don't know, I don't know the words. Amen. Let it be so. So. That is what we have coming up this weekend. And I am pleased to let you know my beautiful guest that will be joining me to help recap and review Coyote Creek Christmas, because that is going to be our podcast uh, podcast episode for Monday. Y'all, this woman has me crying from laughter because of her reviews. She's not a podcaster or a YouTuber. She does written reviews on her site. And her reviewer name is Hallmarks the Spot. Can we talk about the pun? Can we talk about the cleverness? I'm here for it. Hallmarks the Spot will be joining me in reviewing Coyote Creek Christmas. And I could not be more excited. Y'all, we listen, we, 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 we ain't gonna hold nothing back. We DM each other about these. We not holding anything back. We gonna keep that same energy. Okay and oh guess what you guys we're gonna take another break and guess what i have for you 
we have a voice message so we're gonna have our segment tell me how you really feel and then we're gonna close this thing out stay tuned hey dara it's ann schaefer i'm listening to your gack preview. I don't even know where to find Gak A. But B, you mentioned um, Rukia Bernard and Deshaun Williams and that he's not been in one of these movies. But you you have, I'm sure you've watched One Winter Weekend and then the two that followed, One Winter uh, Proposal, One Winter Wedding, where Rukia and Deshaun were a couple, the, the secondary couple in the story. Um, if you haven't, they're cute. Um, I mean, they're not my favorite, but now to give them a look. Uh, you guys sound great over there in podcast land. Keep it up. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Anne. First of all, thank you for leaving a voice message. You are awesome. Second, I have not. So I watched One Winter Weekend. So One Winter Weekend was first. Then it was One Winter Proposal. Then it was One Perfect Wedding, right? So I saw One Winter Weekend like years ago. I could, that's, I don't even remember them. And Rukia looked, are you sure that's the same person? They don't even look the same. And I think she was in the Evergreens installments, right? I haven't watched any of those either. Should I watch them? I know you said they're not your favorite, but should I watch them? And GAC sounds very weird to pronounce. That's why I've been training myself to say G-A-C because GAC just sounds like, and I don't want to, (laughs) I'd rather just, you know, I'm going to call up G-A-C. But I, if you have um, any of the online streaming services, Friendly TV or Philo, then you will be able to get GAC. Philo is a little bit more expensive at $25 or $30 a month, but you're able to get more channels, like you'll have BET, TV One, uh, Lifetime, Hallmark, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and other channels. Whereas with Friendly TV, I have Friendly TV, you just have... um, it's, you get about like 15, 16 channels, but it's family friendly, which is why it's called Friendly TV. And on it, they have a GAC, both GACs, because there's GAC Family, and then there's GAC Living. And GAC Family is where you'll get all the Christmas content. But they have both of the GAC networks, Up TV, and all three of the Hallmark networks, along with some some kids networks, uh, outdoorsy networks, some food networks that I've never heard of. But, I mean, they're okay, you know. Oh, and Pixels on there, which is um, a channel you can buy on Amazon Prime. It's strictly romance. Um, it's all romance. It's, it's some, I th- is it some drama? In terms of romance? But in, in any event, it's all romance on Pixel, P-I-X-L. But yes, that's where you can get GAC um, that I know of if you don't have cable or if your cable provider does not get GAC. But you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you again to Anne for the for the voice message. If you want to leave a voice message like Anne did, you can just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you to a page where you're able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts and I'll respond to it just like I did right now. So with that being said, guys, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And also, if you want to hear my thoughts on the Santa Stakeout starring Tamara Mori Housley and Paul Campbell, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's where I'm going to be splitting up my reviews between the podcast and the YouTube channel. 
so so be sure to check out the youtube channel um oh and if you're listening on apple podcasts be sure to rate and review speaking of which we have a new review in thank you to (laughs) the review is from hallmarks the spot who's gonna be on next week with me thank you so much Callie. i appreciate you her review is titled hilarious Dara cracks me up from start to finish. If you love Hallmark movies, you need to listen. It's like sitting and laughing with your girlfriends after watching a movie. Straight No Chaser. Thank you so much, Hallmark's the spot. I'm I'm sorry, I just put your government out there. But thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, And yeah, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate and review so other people can know that there's another Hallmark podcaster on the scene and that there's more Hallmark podcast content to consume out there i look forward to talking with you guys next week with our guest hallmarks the spot as we review a coyote creek christmas i'll talk to you guys then